Hey guys, this is a student hustle podcast where I have conversations with past university students who share their experiences about learning, socializing, and just balancing university in general. I hope you take away a gem or two from the experiences to help you make the most of your university years. In this episode, I'm joined by Sadiqa. Hey, Sadiqa, thank you for joining me into this episode of The Student Hustle. How are you doing? Hi, Suad. I'm good, thank you. Just, you know, enjoying the kind of nice weather here. It's been really nice in uh, England recently. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Just glad it's the weekend <laughs> for everyone that's listening. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Sadiqa. I did biomedical science at the University of Birmingham and graduated in 2018 Ooh. with first class. Wow. That's amazing. Well done. Alhamdulillah. Well done. Wow. What a Thank God. Do you miss unis now that you've graduated? I'm going to be honest with you. I do not miss university in the sense of the work mm-hmm. and the pressure, but I miss my friends. And actually recently I've been reconnecting with a lot of my uni friends and it's yes. been so good. And just like having that, just, you know how some people just bring good vibes. Yes. That's the only thing that I really miss. To be honest, but I, other than that, no, I feel like I I did my time, I achieved what I needed to, to and I'm moving on. I to get you, man. To, to be honest, honest, I understand. I miss like being able to like have a date with someone in Costa in the guild, um, or just meet people yeah. on campus and just jam and just chill and like, yeah, wow, I miss that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's annoying being an adult in the sense of you got to plan things three, four weeks in advance. Yes. Oh, hey, can you do this day? No, I can't do that day. And it's just, that's the most frustrating thing. But other than that, no, I don't really miss, do you miss uni? You know what, actually, because I like studying and I like deadlines, I like learning. I think I miss that part of it. But my degree in that yeah. sense, I don't miss it. I just miss that little bit of having so much to do and having deadlines. I, I think I missed the schedule because you know how you always knew what you had to do and then you can plan your life around university. Yeah. And your friends had similar timetables in it so you guys can always like make plans. But now it's like, firstly, are you even in the country? And then it's like, are you in town? <laughs> do you have time? Yeah, literally, literally. I, I'm, I do miss learning as well. I'm, I'm like you. But I think... um. I'm so glad that as intense as my course was, it did not kill my passion for science. That's and good. I have, I still read about it. I'll still read research articles. I'll still, you know, read around the subject. I'll read anything to do with genetics, anything to do with molecular biology. I and hate biology. Wow, I can't believe you love biology. Really? I, dude, I love genetics so, so much. I will harp on about that stuff for ages. Oh, my goodness. About like you know how cancers come about, what all of this stuff. How you DNA can educate me about, later on, actually. Oh. You know, well, I mean, we've been talking for a while. You know, I don't know if you've got time like that. <laughs> I could go on. Honestly, I'm so glad that I still like love my subject area. You know, that's really good. I so, love when people like go to uni, finish, and still love what they did at uni and want to carry on. I really, really like that. Yeah, me too. It, it's hard though. U- university is one of those things where it can really ruin your passion for whatever you it can have. make or break you. I think it's because of, yeah, literally, literally. And I think it's just the intense pressure that comes with studying mm-hmm. at university. And I think, um, yeah, it's just really hard sometimes. And, and nothing can really prepare you for that sometimes. That's true. That, that no, level that's true. of just intensity in such a short period of time, because realistically, it's not even a whole year. It's three months, a month break, 
another three, four exams. months exam, mm-hmm. and then you're free. And then you just repeat all over again. And uh, yeah, it's just a really short window of just crazy intensity and pressure and stress and everything else that comes with, you know, going to university. Well, speaking of that, can you share your overall unit experience? How did you get into uni? Did you want to actually the course that you ended up studying at university? How did that all go for you? So I actually applied to the university through like an outreach program and it was um, called Access to Birmingham and it was for kids in the Midlands Mm -hmm. and uh, it was essentially where you had to do an essay beforehand Mm -hmm. and they they assigned you a tutor at the university and you had to pass that and they gave you uh, lower entry requirements so I think my entry requirements were AAB Mm -hmm. but I just had to get three B's I think it was that's really good or one A and two B yeah so it was on the condition that if you pass your essay and get the lower entry requirements you get into the university um alhamdulillah I did obviously I passed the essay but I also got got the standard entry requirements anyway so you get like an extra scholarship where they you know just drop like 1k in your account every year so yeah yeah so that's how I got into the university um yeah I always wanted to stay local anyway um just because when I was in year 12, once I got my results, I did not do very well at all. And I just knew medicine was out of the picture. Even going through A to B to do medicine, my grades weren't high enough for me to get in. And that kind of just made my plans just go out the window. And it was kind of like, okay, where are we going mm-hmm. now? Because I didn't really want to move away from me if, because I still wanted to do medicine at that point. And I thought, I'm just going to do an undergrad and then do medicine postgrad. Didn't want to move away because that's a lot of money for something that's just a stepping mm-hmm. stone, you know? Mm-hmm. So once, once I got in, I kind of, you know, just, I just enjoyed it. I did biomedical science. I loved it. I think, you know, as much as I used to hate on my course sometimes, if I had to go back, I don't know what I would do. I think I would pick the same thing again because it fits me so well. That's amazing. That's you really know? good. To think that yeah. you really wanted to do medicine in the first place. Yeah. And I think as well, I'm I'm not sure how it is for other people but just because of you know my background I was only the second person in my family to go to uni it wasn't really a thing that people did it was more you know I went to like a normal state school in kind of a deprived area so it wasn't really expected that you go to university it's it's just one of those things you know it's well like, well, you do it if you do mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. everyone's just expected you know you leave at 16 and you go into work or whatever mm-hmm. so for me one of the biggest goals was actually just Into getting university. in and you went to a yeah, top a university like, man mashallah Amazing. yeah it was it's crazy though because when when your goal is just to get into university once you're there you're like okay what i do <laughs> now <laughs> what, what's, what are we doing now because uh i didn't think this far mm-hmm. forward you know <laughs> so yeah my overall uni experience was intense it was very intense but I, in what sense? I loved it so was it the course or was it, just, was it just balancing everything it was yeah it was the course the course was super intense like it was just so much sometimes you know constant assignments exams it was a lot of information it was a lot of information a different way of learning you know going into lectures with 150 other people and the person at the front is talking and and they're using all this jargon and all, all of this stuff is coming out that is so foreign mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. and and what, what am I supposed to do just write all of this yeah. down oh like, god I struggled it, with that actually so did I and and it just got to the point where like 
you're missing uni to catch up on uni because oh my God, there's so, so much true. <laughs> there's so much stuff to do there's so much stuff to do and I think as well just because I'm me I'm quite extroverted and I love people I met so many great people especially in the beginning that I was just I was just trying to live my best life you know I'm I'm not here to to be coming in at 9 a.m for for lectures I mean I really did try in the beginning I was such a goody two-shoes I think you're still in that mode of like what it is mm-hmm. like at school mm-hmm. and college that oh you have to go to all your lessons and all of this but then once you realize that actually no one's keeping tabs on you and sometimes the worst because I commuted as well I well I spent 40 minutes commuting for a 9am lecture for you to just be reading off the slides oh, that's annoying annoying that is so annoying so if you're you know looking to go to university and you have no experience or you don't know how lectures go lower your expectations of your lectures sometimes <laughs> they're not all going to be a one some of them are really lectures. good I think you just have to choose yeah. the ones you're going to go to and the ones you're just going to just... Yeah, yeah. You'll be able to figure it out. After, like, the first three, four weeks, you know which ones to go to and you know which ones to avoid because you're not learning anything. I do remember, like, we had one lecture that was... Um, it It's quite obscure. So it was about, like, iron absorption. I hate that. We had that in Cambridge. How... I hated it. Oh, my God. Oh, really? I loved it. I thought it was such a great lecture. And it was a double lecture as well. And and the way the lecturer was talking was so much passion and you could follow everything. I wish he was, was my singing. lecturer. I think that's and, why I hated it. And the, <laughs> and the intricacies of, you know, how your gut works, it was amazing. I came out of that lecture thinking, oh my God, that was so good. And the people around me were the same. And they're like, that was so good. Can you believe those 90 minutes went by so quickly? But they're not all mm, like that. So mm-hmm. it's just about balance, to be honest. So I think that was that was the hardest part, just the workload sometimes. And especially when it felt like it was unnecessary, the amount of assignments. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. And those assignments so count for like, what, 5%? 10, it's... Literally, you know what the worst one is? People that are listening, you're going to hate group oh work. Oh my God, I hate group work. <laughs> I think everybody hates group work, okay? You know what the work part is? Is when it counts for barely anything. So you want me to do a whole group um, presentation for what two point five percent of the module? You're mad. So I can't, so I have to go out of my way, recruit these people, make sure we're all in the same place at the same time, make sure everyone pulls their weight for two point five percent. The struggle is real, man. Stressful. That's, that's the that's the bane of university group work. Yeah, that thing <laughs> killed me every single time. Literally, it's it's no. It's not for me. I think universities need to scrap that. This whole, like, assessed group work needs to stop. Okay? I think they think they're preparing you for teamwork. Like exactly. Life. It doesn't work like that in real life. No, they're not even preparing you for teamwork. They're preparing you for that one person that never pulls their weight. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no. So that that's, was my uni experience, to be honest. It was intense, but I loved the content most of the time. And I made a lot of great friends and I had a lot of good memories. Oh, that's so cute. What was your best experience at uni? <sighs> that's kind of hard to pinpoint. I would say a lot of my best experiences were just, came from like socialising and my friends. Um, so one of the things that I did was become a student ambassador. And that job was so good because I met a lot of people um, that I'm still friends with today, you know, from different courses and everything. And... Um, and I got paid to essentially just have fun, Imagine. really. So, you know, we, we would... <laughs> literally, I got paid so well for basically just being happy and chippy and, like, showing people where to go. I got paid, like, a good nine pound, nine fifty an hour, I think. They, they put it up a little bit more than that. 
just to be smiling and saying hello welcome to the universe that's an amazing job it was great and when you put like a bunch of 18 19 year olds together where we know we're balling by the end of this shift you're gonna have a good time so yeah one of my best experiences was um like summer mm-hmm. schools that the university run and the so I went on a summer school actually when I was in year 12 and you work as like a mentor on the summer school mm-hmm. and it's a residential program that runs for like a week and you know we take them to lectures and we also do like a lot of social activities and stuff and then we stay in the accommodation That's with them nice. so when I was yeah it was it was really good it was a really good experience and you get to know like all the other ambassadors really well but you also get to know your kids really well and um, once they leave the 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 program you kind of follow them through year 13 and you provide them with like support and advice and help them with their personal Mm -hmm. statement and stuff so that's kind of one of my best experiences because I loved helping these kids because I remember being that age I remember being in that exact situation not really knowing what to do next and how to navigate what is very foreign to me because you know only my brother went to university and you know he he did a course that he didn't want to really do so I didn't know how to navigate what I was supposed Mm. to be doing next so yeah I think that was my best experience oh sounds amazing so how did you navigate first semester like when you first started first year of university how did you get yourself into the groove of knowing what to do ah well so I remember actually before we even go into like official semester mm-hmm. one. So you know how you have that first week, freshers week, freshers yeah, week. Yeah. If you're Muslim, yeah, you're going home at two pm. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. You know what the worst part is? How are we still getting freshers flu? Oh my like, I haven't even been out here getting so I'm going home. I'm in bed at nine pm and I'm still coughing and fluttering like everyone else. It's the worst. So yeah, that first week when you you know it's just like a lot of socials and introductions and everything I remember sitting in the lecture theatre day one thinking oh my god I don't belong really? here why I literally I don't know what it was you know I really cannot pinpoint it and I know a lot of my other friends you know when we speak about it we all felt the same way like I just sat there and thought this is not where I'm supposed to be like I need to go I, w- I just instantly wanted to drop out. I felt so nervous. And is I'm not like uni me, is you not know, very diverse because our uni wasn't diverse. I think that's what it was, you know. So I feel out of place in, in the space. Yeah, yeah that imposter mm-hmm. syndrome. Mm-hmm. I could feel it. Like, you know, I heard all these other people talking, and you know, when you can just tell they're, you know, posh and they're, they're mm-hmm. different. Like, it was so hard. It's hard to, it's hard to explain unless you're there like I just remember sitting there thinking yeah I'm I'm not supposed to be here this isn't me this isn't my space mm-hmm. kind of thing and it definitely is the fact that it wasn't very diverse and actually when you're a person of color the best way you make friends is you just find the people that mm, look like that's you so true. <laughs> well, now you have to about your comfort zone so in it because yeah literally, and you know what though I'm so glad that I, the friends that I made, we were, we were having the best time. So it was the first week of um, like lectures and everything. And of course, all the hijabi girls, we all, you know, congregate together. <laughs> and we were sitting in the common room. We were howling with laughter. Tell me why we're the loudest people in the room. And my personal tutor came looking for me because we were supposed to meet and everything. And she walks in and she sees me like giggling and yelling and shouting. You know what I'm like with like 12 <laughs> other girls. And she waves me over and she's like, oh, you know, see, I see you're settling in well. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's good. Everything's great. So just 
make friends basically just talk to everyone and anyone because we're all in the same boat no one really knows each other yeah it's not weird to go up to someone and just start talking to them weird at all i think i have i had a lot of random conversations with people on campus same me too and i made such great friends like through it just Mm -hmm, meeting mm -hmm. people just randomly in fact i don't even remember how we met i think we just started talking just started talking (laughs) (laughs) so yeah the so after I got over it really quickly, though, the not feeling like mm-hmm. I belong there, I got over it really quickly. And I think a lot of that came from seeing people that looked like me. So there were quite a few Muslim girls on my course. And we, of course, we all instantly yes, became friends. Did. And, um, yeah, we did. <laughs> we were like 12 man strong <laughs> from the first oh, week. <laughs> so that really helped me. But um, with regards to the actual you know, academic side of it, there were a lot of lectures and, and, you know, lectures. And we also had something called um, small, small group mm-hmm. teaching. And that was basically where it was like more, more focused on what, whatever you just did in that lecture. And you would have to do stuff to prepare mm-hmm. beforehand. And those were quite difficult to begin with because you didn't really know how to research and didn't know how to prepare mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, yeah, so I found it really how difficult. How did you get over that? how did I get over the finding everything yeah, like quite how difficult did you and deal with it I think I, it, it comes with trial and error so I remember being in like the lectures and stuff and not really knowing what's going on and just trying to write stuff down and keep up but because it was also quite it was so difficult and foreign the, like the concepts mm-hmm. and everything I kind of just once I left the lecture everything. I just forgot about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and I just wanted to wanted to go home and I didn't really want to do much and which is weird because when I was in college for my A-levels I did a lot of independent work oh my god I'm gonna be in the library till 9 30 p.m and mom be like why are you doing this at A-level what happens when you go to university yeah exactly (laughs) I think yeah so the way I really got over it was just you kind of get into the swing of learning how to listen and write at the same time and you know the way that I would do it is we because we were in medical school we used to get free printing so we would print out the lecture handouts oh, yeah that's a good idea actually just, you know, yeah so I would just write on on the lecture handouts and then um in first year I really screwed up though so in that first semester because I didn't keep on top of my lectures and I didn't review them every week or every two weeks when it came to the end of that semester we had um we had a few small exams in January, but I hadn't done any of the work. And that's the thing, we forget to review and you don't realise it, but it piles up, doesn't it? Yeah, it literally does. And as well, because they're lectures, there's a lot of content and you haven't figured out how you're going to revise. So I basically, I screwed up because I revised for those exams in January, the way I did for A-level, where I just wrote everything out. But these lectures, yeah, three hours it took me to finish one lecture and I just I wasn't getting through everything enough mm-hmm. there's so many lectures to cover and just because you spend three hours on that doesn't mean you even understand what's going on anyway exactly. you've, you've literally just spent so much time writing out all of these big nice paragraphs but does it make sense it to just you? didn't work that's my life exactly none of and it, it takes so long and as well because a lot of uh, lectures are recorded you think oh yeah yeah I'll just go mm-hmm. back and listen mm-hmm. to the recording do you know how much time that takes? You're going to keep stopping and You think it's a one-hour lecture, you can listen to it in one hour. No, you listen to it in two, no, three no. hours because you need to understand what's going on. Yeah, literally. It's so it's just so confusing. 
it's so much stuff and it's so foreign to you and you just don't know what's going on it's just everything is happening at once and you're so excited because you have all these new friends and all of that good stuff but then you know these lectures it's so intense and exams are coming up and you're super super scared even though it's only worth like 15 percent so it's just it's just a lot to navigate but I think the main things that I found in first semester was I did not manage my time well at all and year one is your year to make your mistakes and figure out what works for you but I really did not manage my time well I did not manage it well at all like I would you know I'd go I'd go into uni and I'd have like a full day of lectures we had a lot of contact hours in biomed so we had like 20 to 25 contact hours a week which basically means the amount the amount of hours that you're in university like learning and stuff so I do like a full day at uni and then I just go home at 5 p.m and think oh yeah the day's work is over no it's not you just had four lectures what's gonna happen to those four lectures (laughs) yeah exactly you kind you know you kind of need to sit down and read Mm -hmm. through them and you know read around it write up your notes and everything so yeah that was kind of difficult not managing my time well and um I think my main advice for anyone who's starting semester one would be take your take your time with you know getting to grips with the academic side but don't just leave it all to the last minute you know it's going to be difficult to begin with because it's all so new but if you keep I think consistency is key if you keep at it and you keep you know reading over the same thing and and trying in little bits even if it's just an hour going through your notes and just summarizing it in one side of a4 that's something you know and just stop mm-hmm. leaving everything to the last minute stop leaving your assignments to the last minute do you know how many times we did that I was in the dungeon the basement of the library struggling to write <laughs> write an essay that's due the next day I don't know why don't know we why. do this to ourselves and you feel you can feel like years being shaved off your life because you're so stressed and overwhelmed and we still do it and it's just the worst so learn to manage your time well and kind of find like a revision technique that works for you so I found that it'll be different for everyone when it comes to revising exactly yeah it definitely is very different for everyone I think for me I to begin with I was just writing out like all my lectures in full in neat once I'd came out of the lecture but that was not helping me because it was it was too difficult to you know spend my time researching the topic reading through it then writing it and it would take me three four hours to do one lecture and it wasn't working for me and I wasn't getting through enough content so what I did instead was I just started writing all my neat notes on the handout so that I never had to actually write it up it was all the information is right there and you're not repeating yourself as well so whatever information is in the slide that's a good idea yeah so it cut it cut my um lecture revision time in half essentially so I was getting through a lecture in an hour and a half sometimes an hour and everything is right there which meant that I just got through so much more content in such a short shorter space of time which meant that when it actually came to revision period I've got everything sorted already yep. and I'm just yeah, consolidating con- yeah so I'm just consolidating information I'm not starting from scratch so that was how I work and because I'm quite like a visual learner I need to see what I've written. I need to see what I've written. So that's what helped me. And then I found actually, I kept evolving that revision technique when I got into second year. Because like the, you know, you've got the foundation of everything you need. Now it's getting more complex. You Mm -hmm. need to be able to link ideas. 
And the way I found to do that was, okay, I've written all my lectures, I've got all my notes, I've got all my revision notes, how do I fit the information together? How does it fit together? So I would write on like a really big whiteboard all of this information and link it with arrows. So I'm it's consolidating the information because I'm physically writing it. That's what helps me. But then I can also see it. I can how also see how these pathways work. That's yeah, such how amazing idea, I really love that. Yeah, it really helps. It One really of my helps. housemates actually used to do that as well. She would make all her notes, print it all out as well, and then do it, as you said. And she always had to use whiteboards because in different colours as well because that was what made sense for her. Yeah. And it yeah. found it helpful because most times I had studied as well, just rewriting my notes. But that takes forever if you can't really mm-hmm. link it. Um, so mm-hmm. it is such a good idea, actually, to print out the lectures and have it all on one. Yeah. If you're someone who likes listening, so an aud- auditory learner, you might find that reading your notes out loud can help you as well. Yeah, um, I have a friend that would do that. So different things work for different people. So finding something that works for you is best. I, I think I really like your idea of um, the whiteboard and having your notes on one space and seeing how they all link together. It makes a lot of sense when you're able to link them and your brain also forms a connection to them. Sounds like you got the hang of uni. Not many people would get to a point where they're like, I finally found what worked for me. Because I feel like up until my final year, I was still struggling to figure out what revision technique worked for me. I don't know if it's because I took a year out of placement though, but I think, yeah, it's it's nice. I think for me, it was the fact that I kind of had to figure out what worked for me, not by choice, but out of necessity, because there was so much stuff that needed to get done. And I was just struggling. I was struggling to keep on top of everything. So I kind of vowed that we're not doing that again. We're going to work smarter, you know, and not have so much. Yeah, working smart and being more efficient with how you revise, you know, and um it really does help to have people around you that um, work really hard as well. Like seeing what my friends yes. did, even though their revision doesn't work for me. So for example, I don't like typing up my notes. I only did that for one or two things if there was so much information. I've tried that before, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like typing up my notes. Was one, one of my friends, all she does is type up her notes. And like seeing how, like how many hours of work she's putting in is really motivating. You know, it would make me want to work harder as well. So that's really important too. Do you know why I didn't like typing up my notes? Because I find that I end up having to write them anyway. So it's like, why did I do this to myself in the first place? <laughs> Literally nothing was going in. So I didn't know. I think I only had one or two that were typed up. And that's only so because I did biomedical science, a lot of the things that we were learning, you'd get you could get from review articles and research articles. So oh, I read about enough, them and I would just like copy and paste bits, the main points. So mm. when I came to write it, all it's all already there rather than going through and reading everything sense. by myself. Literally. I, I found that if you if you know that you, you have to write your notes to make it make sense to you, but you have a lecture that's that was, you know, a hundred slides long maybe just copy and paste the text from the slides, put them into bullet points in a Word document, print it out, and then write it out in short, because then you've just condensed all of that information and you've saved yourself the trouble of having to write out every little thing. You've got everything on one piece Literally, of paper. That's such a good idea. Oh, my God. I'm taking the idea from you yeah, now. It helps. Because I'm, as I'm doing my psychology course, we have a lot of, like, information on slides. Yeah. Um, and I've been trying to figure out what works for me. Yeah. Um, 
So, so far I've found I have to write my notes anyway. I work with flashcards a lot when it comes to exam yeah. time because it's all my notes I have and I just condense them into smaller bullet points that I can carry around with me and just revise in the bus, in the train, whatever. But still writing is what works for me and I know this. Yeah, same. So. same. Writing is the only thing that really works for me and like repeating that repetition and just rewriting and rewriting and I found that I get to the point where okay so I've gone from having a complete lecture handout with all of my notes then I write it out and condense it and summarize it and I'll reorganize the information in a way that makes sense to me that's that's the second step and then the third step is putting it into one mind map and summarizing everything and you've shortened everything down and then I'll do it on a on a whiteboard and and then you you know everything you've just done it and you've managed to condense it all so you're not spending so in the first stage where it took you an hour to write out the that same information when you get to the end it will take you 20 30 minutes the same amount of information and it's just about learning learning the information consolidating and condensing it's such an amazing idea i'm literally going to write it down right now <laughs> because i just love the steps no seriously so my next question for you is how did you balance uni workload because you sound like you had a lot to do with extracurriculars and actually doing other stuff at university? I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of it was just get through the day, <laughs> just getting through the day. But I did find that when I had free periods and everything, so if I had an hour in the middle of the day and I'm so the way out my um, timetable worked actually was quite different it can vary from university to university and also between courses so someone that did English knew what they so every single Monday they'd have the same thing at 9am for me every week was different so that's how it worked in medical school you we have about 11 12 weeks in a semester so you get 11 12 weeks of your timetable and every every week is different. So on Monday at 9am, I might be doing respiratory science. But the next Monday at 9am, I might have a free period and not start till 10am. So that's how it worked for me. Yeah, so every single week varied and every single day also varied a lot and it wouldn't it wouldn't stay consistent. So I would I would look at my free period and I would actually highlight all the same modules, especially if I found them really difficult. So I would make them a priority. If I found them difficult, I had to be there. If it was one of those things where mm-hmm. I cannot study it on my own, I would make sure I'm there. So where I had free periods in a day, I would um, assign a lecture to it that I'm going to write up or I'm going to go over. So I, I would, I had like a physical copy of my timetable and I'd just write it in what I'm going to do on that day. And I'd also work a lot of um, ambassador shifts. So as I mentioned mm-hmm. before, I was a student ambassador. So when I would sign up for shifts, I would make sure that they're, on days that I can work and at a time that works for me so I would block those out and um, that's the main way that I managed my workload was just being smarter with my time and knowing that um, 10 a.m on a Tuesday morning I have to get this lecture done that way when I've left my lecture and oh I'm free let's let's go get a coffee let's go do this no no don't you can't you've already said you're going to do this you've already prepared that you're going to get all of this work done so sit down and work and I think that's what a lot of it is I really like that that takes a lot of self-discipline though it does yeah I was about to say it takes a lot of discipline but if you've already put it in place a week ago that actually at this specific time you're going to get this work done you can't make plans anymore you you can't just go off that's what you say but people might be like oh god I can't be asked you get like that sometimes especially for someone who for example doesn't enjoy their degree um and they just dread studying 
they might find it yeah. easier to say yes to a coffee date knowing that they have plans to study um, yeah, yeah. than actually show up. But I guess it's realising that in the long run, you're going to have to sit the exams. You're going to have to get through these things anyway. Exactly. So why not put in the work right now? Yeah, if you work in small increments, it's really helpful because, you know, your exams will be easier to revise for because you've done a lot of work. But also it means that when you go out and socialise, you don't feel super stressed and overwhelmed and thinking about all of these things that you should have done or feeling like you've wasted your time and you shouldn't be here and you shouldn't enjoy your time because you've got all of these things to do. So, yeah, it's really helpful to work in small increments, but you have to make time for yourself as well and to socialise. And when you do a course that's super intense, like Biomed was, for me and in fact I told these to my friends that were in the lower years is you're always going to have stuff to do you're always going to have this lecture to write up and and this assignment to prepare for and this exam and everything so if just be smart with your time essentially if you have and if one of your friends says let's go do this that lecture can wait you know you're always going to have stuff to do if you know that every single day that week you've spent two three hours revising and working on your lectures give yourself a break and just do it you know, don't say, oh, I have too many things to do. If you've already done lots of things in that day, does that make sense? It does. So, it does. Yeah, that's that's, good yeah, so that's what I would, that's what I wish I had, I had done in first year is that I was smarter with my time and kind of balanced working and going out and socialising because I gave up so many opportunities because I felt like, oh, there's too much work to be done. But actually, it wasn't that there was too much work to be done. It's that I hadn't, you know, allocated time to get these lectures and these notes done. I left it way too, way too late. And I was, I was wasting a lot of time, I feel, in first year. I was not being smart with my time at all. So managing workload just comes down to good time management, you know, making time for your friends and socializing and also working smarter allocating time for a specific um task and then moving on mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. that's how i balance it. i agree wow you have had the full university experience do you have any regrets from university at all um i do actually i do have a few things that um i regret one one of my main things that I regret actually, um, it comes down to just an insecurity that I have as well when it comes to academia is I always feel like I'm not good enough, like I'm not smart enough. And I've given up so many opportunities because of self-doubt. And it's so frustrating because afterwards, yeah, afterwards I just think, why did I do that? Why did I doubt myself? And, and I think mm-hmm. believing in yourself can be really difficult. So one of my biggest... It's hard. It is hard. It is really hard to believe in yourself sometimes. Even if you have all of these good things going for you, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. will look from the outside and say, no, but, you know, you've done X, Y, and Z, and you're this, that, and the other. You have to help yourself look that way as well, I think. It has to be an active process. You have to remind yourself that you have to look at the things you've done I agree it has to yeah it does it definitely has to be an you have to actively remind yourself oh I've already achieved this that and the other why can't I do this new thing and what's the worst that can happen anyway yeah exactly what's the worst that can happen you're going to get rejected and take the L man what what is life without L's (laughs) so yeah my my biggest regret comes down to not applying and not applying for um 
a lab placement in second year so with biomed in in the beginning of second year they tell you to apply for um, a research project during the summer so that you can get lab experience and it's really useful and they say you know just um email loads of different lecturers in the fields that you're interested in and I thought that I wasn't good enough for that I thought oh you know you know I don't do well enough in my exams I'm not passionate enough or I don't know enough I don't have the skills and you know the the vim that they want so I just didn't apply I was just too nervous to apply I was just too scared I think as well and um, which was really silly of me actually and it really hindered me because a lot of people got lab placements that I wasn't even expecting to and I don't mean that in a horrible way I mean in the sense of you know these are people that are quite nonchalant about the degree that it was kind of it's kind of Mm. a stepping stone and it was like well I should have applied I would have had like a really good chance and it would have been really good experience and everything and um it did it did um it did bother me a little bit because you know when it comes to applying for jobs and everything the only experience I really had in terms of working in a lab environment was my dissertation and that's not enough had I done a summer research project project I would have been so much better off so yeah that's one of my biggest regrets to be honest not believing in myself and applying Mm. for these sorts of things right my last question for you if you could go back to uni knowing all that you do now what are three things you do differently okay so my main thing that I would do differently would be thinking about and exploring um, different career paths straight from first year so like I said Mm -hmm. a lot of even though yeah I wanted to be a doctor and then that dream got taken away (laughs) I didn't really think about career I didn't really think about what I'm actually going to do it was more like university is the goal so I would say prioritize exploring and researching different career paths and not just in your field I wish I'd you know applied for internships and development programs and projects that the university holds because they do have a lot of those targeted yeah targeted specifically for first and second years and it would it would have been like a really good opportunity to explore other things that you might not have thought about before like for example if you're an English student you know if you applied for an internship that's you know to do with marketing that might be your passion you don't know so you have to kind of take the plunge and look at things that you wouldn't have thought about before so yeah that's what I would have done I would have done I probably would have done like you know one of the student internships at the University of Birmingham maybe even a placement year I wish I'd looked into that a bit more and taken that a little bit more seriously that's um, I think that's the amazing opportunity I do not regret it at all I do not regret it it's a nice break away from uni and so I would say that experience is so much more valuable than just your academic achievement and when you go applying for jobs it's great if you get a first that's that's wonderful good for you but actually if you have no real life experience in terms of a working environment they're not going to hire you it doesn't mean as much as you think it would academic achievement does not mean as much as you think it would when it comes to applying for jobs so that's why I tell everyone get work experience because it it's so so important even if it's not in the field that you want to go into in the end experience experience is so important you need it to get a job you really really need experience to get a really good job after university so yeah that's one thing I would do differently 
the other thing I would do differently is um, take my health more seriously and take better care of myself and not overwhelm myself trying to do the best that I can because actually I would have been all right you know with university had I just kind of taken a step back and taken care of myself because I'm one of these people that everything could be you know just going up in flames but I'll just keep going I'll just keep going I won't I won't take I won't take a minute to you know assess the situation and pause and and take a moment for myself it's more like I'm just going to keep pushing I'm going to keep pushing keep pushing until I can't until it's over and that that's so damaging it's great to have tenacity it is you know it's good to have a, never not when it's like overwhelming tenacity where it's like my yeah. mental health isn't okay but I'm just gonna keep going because I have to keep going yeah yeah so I would take my health more seriously because it it really did affect me negatively the way I would just push myself really hard and um that's not healthy at all because that that sort of mindset kind of stays with you after uni and when you look back on it you think like was was what I achieved worth my health was it worth you know chipping away at my sanity (laughs) and you know was it was it worth the way it was negatively affecting like my spiritual energy and my mental health and I feel like I could have managed those stresses that I faced at uni better had I taken my health seriously so that's one of the other things that I would do differently the final thing that I would do differently is make more time to have more adventures so in first year you know I did take it a little bit too seriously I was just always working always working and I turned down a lot of amazing opportunities like you know with my Islamic society they do like a charity trek every year and I turned that down because I was like oh I need to revise (laughs) but you always need to revise it's fine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah that's what I would do I would make more time to do things that I hadn't done before and kind of push myself to do you know new to explore new opportunities and everything and and just manage my time better I didn't I feel like I didn't do enough academic work during the semester in first year um, which meant that I had a lot of work to catch up on during the holidays and even though you get a month off you kind of want to relax as well so that's the thing that I would do is manage my time better straight from first year. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Before we round up, can you share your top advice for students at university, something that they can start doing from their first day back at uni or from their first day starting uni? What would you tell okay. someone to do? Just one thing. I think the my top tip and the, the best thing that you can do to give yourself the best chance at university is just first of all reevaluate and remind yourself your intention for going to university what is it that you actually want to achieve and from there focus on getting to that whilst being your best self so for me that was surrounding myself with friends that had these amazing qualities that I wanted in myself you know I wanted to be more hardworking and ambitious and kinder so focus remember your goal focus on your goal and be the best person for yourself that you can be and the way that I did that was surrounding myself with good people so yeah enjoy your university experience and you know 
surround yourself with people that you know give off good vibes and you and you can have great adventures with but also work hard and you'll be fine we all get through it in the end there's always the light mm-hmm. we do we all get through it yes there is <laughs> oh man thank you so much for doing this i really really appreciate you appreciate your time thank you for taking the time to actually share all of this life gems with us i've taken a lot from this actually i made my notes while i was talking about this revision <laughs> tips okay now nah, it's been very beneficial and i hope other people find it beneficial as well thank you so much for doing this oh thank you for having me <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this episode beneficial. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and several other platforms. So don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with the episodes. Also share with your fellow students and anyone else this episode may benefit. Till next time, friends. Deuces.